0: All right, our last example of solving using gauss jordan row reduction before we move on to another technique that's going to use this for practice. So don't worry, you'll see a lot more examples. Uh, but our last example of solving using Gauss-Rodan row reduction is right here. 3x minus 2y plus 7z equals 25. 4x plus y minus z equals 6. 2x plus 3y minus 4z equals negative 5. Now the first thing we want to do is to write this an augmented matrix form. See if you can beat me to it. Makes it less boring anyway, I'll tell you right now. Trying to beat me to each part. Okay, so there's the augmented matrix. And can you think what the next step would be? Now, as you do this more, you'll probably see These ones start to yell at you or scream out at you when you first look at the problem. That's nice to have that one there. You don't have to start with a one in the first corner. Since this one is here, we're going to take advantage of it and we're going to pivot on it first. And you remember what that means? We want to get zeros above and below. So we want to pivot on this one, meaning get zeros above and below. So to get zeros above and below, what do we need? just like with elimination, we wanna take something times this one and add it to each of these so that we get, and we can, do this in two steps right so that we get zeros above and below so what I'm going to suggest remember how I said that this is a lot easier to watch me than to do it yourself and um, it, it may be very easy to follow me and then when you go to do it all yourself all at once it can be kind of overwhelming so I'm going to encourage you as we work through this problem to pause it at a lot of places along the way and do the next step yourself and then come back and watch and see if I do the same thing and I'll try to give you directions so that we both go in the same direction on this as well so I'm suggesting that we pivot on this one meaning getting zeros above and below so in the next step do the row operations needed in order to get a zero here and a zero here and then come back and see if you've got if you did the same thing that I did All right, so to get a 0 above the 1, I need to multiply row 2 by 2 and then add it to row 1. So I'm going to take 2 times row 2, add it to row 1, and that's going to be my new row 1. So I have to do everything, though. So 2 times 4 is 8. 8 plus 3 is 11, so I have 11 here. It's okay, we'll turn that into a 1 later. Then we have 2 times 1 is 2, plus negative 2 is the 0 that we wanted. And then we have 2 times negative 1 is negative 2. Negative 2 plus 7 is positive 5. And then we have 2 times 6 is 12. And 12 plus 25 is 37. So my new row 1 is from 2 row 2 plus row 1. 8 plus 3 is 11. 2 plus negative 2 is 0. Negative 2 plus 7 is 5. And 12 plus 25 is 37. So there's my first row row 1. Row 2, I'm going to leave alone for now, 4, 1, negative 1, 6. Now I need to get a 0 below the row. So if you want to pause here, if you haven't done that yet, pause and try it yourself, and then come back and see if you get the same thing I do. So to get a 0 here, I want to take negative 3 times row 2, because when I add it to row 3, then I'll get the 0 that I want. And that's going to be my new row 3. So I have negative 3, negative 3 times row 2. So negative 3 times 4 is negative 12. Negative 12 plus 2 is negative 10. And then negative 3 times 1 is negative 3. Negative 3 plus 3 is a 0 that I wanted. Then I have negative 3 times a negative 1 is positive 3. Positive 3 plus negative 4 is negative 1. And then I have negative 3 times 6 is negative 18. Negative 18 plus negative 5 is negative 13. So I have negative 18 plus negative 5 is not negative 13. Negative 23, just seeing if you're paying attention. So we want negative 23, and this is smudging on me. Negative 18 plus negative 5, negative 23 so now i've got the second column the way i like it so the next question is where do i go next for another leading one do i go to the 11 or do i go to the negative one i think it's probably going to be easier if we use this negative one as long as it's here because once we start multiplying and adding it can change so i'm going to take advantage of that negative one right there and I'm going to turn it to a positive one and then I'm going to pivot on it. So pause for a sec and turn this to a positive one doing one of the row operations and then come back. Okay, I'm going to leave the first two rows alone, 11, 0, 5, 37 and then 4, 1, negative 1, 6, and then what I want to do with row 3 is I want to change this negative 1 to positive 1. So I just take negative row 3 and put that into my new row 3. So the opposite of negative 10 is positive 10. The opposite of 0 is still 0. The opposite of negative 1 is positive 1. And the opposite of negative 23 is positive 23. So now I have the 1 here, but I don't have zeros above it. And that's one of the things I need in order to be able to read my solution easily. So I need zeros above here. So take a minute and think about what you would do to get zeros above the one. And you might as well go ahead and pause in just a moment and find these, make these zeros by doing the row operations necessary, and then come back and I'll go through it as well. (laughs) Okay, so to get zeros here and here, I need to take a negative five plus a positive five. So I'm gonna take negative five times row three, And I'm going to add it to row 1, and that's going to be my new row 1. So negative 5 times 10 is negative 50. Negative 50 plus 11 is negative 39, right? 39 plus 11 would be 50, so negative 50 plus 11 would be negative 39. And then I'm going to take negative 5 times 0, which is nice. Still 0, so I still have 0 plus 0 is 0. And then negative 5 times row 3 is negative 5. Negative 5 plus 5 is the 0 that I wanted. And then, oh, I have to do negative 5 times 23. Okay, scratch paper. 3 times 5 is 15. 6, 7, I don't know, 10, 11. So 3 times 5 is 15. 5 times three is 10 plus 1 is 11. So I have 115, but it's negative because it's negative 5 times 23. So I have... Negative 115, and I need to add that to 37. So I have to put 37 here, and I need to borrow to subtract. So I have 10. 15 minus 7 is 8. 10 minus 3 is 7. And it was negative larger, so I have negative 78. And I'm going to double check that. 23 times negative 5. 5 times 3 is 15. 5 times times 3 is 10 plus 1 is 11. 115 was negative, so then when I add it to 37, I'm gonna have a negative when I'm finished that I need to subtract, so I have eight, and then I have 10 minus three is seven, so I have negative 78. Might as well check it at the time because it'll save you a lot of grief um, if, you check, if you catch it right away. The bottom row is gonna be left alone, but I need to change the second row as well. If you haven't done that already, pause and make a zero above the one in the second row. That one's not as bad because I just have to take row 3 and add it to row 2 and put that into my new row 2. 10 plus 4, 14. 0 plus 1, 1 still. That's good, right? 1 plus negative 1, 0 that I wanted. And then 23 plus 6, 29. Much easier on that row. And then the last row we're going to leave alone for now. 10, 0, one twenty-three. OK. And we have our two diagonal ones here. Now, it might be distracting to have all these big numbers over here, and it might be overwhelming to know what to do first. But if you remember, we always convert to a 1 first and then eliminate the other two by turning them into zeros. So we first want to convert that to a 1. And we're really hoping the next thing we're really hoping that when we divide by negative 39, we get something easy over here, and it's, it's actually true, isn't it? If you divide 78 by 39, it's not so bad. So what we're gonna do, we're gonna take 139 times row one, and that's gonna be our new row one, converting that to a one. Negative 39 divided by negative 39 is a positive one. Zero divided by negative 39 is still zero, still zero. Negative 78 divided by negative 39 is 2. So the whole thing was, for this row, x equals 2. Now, we might as well convert these to zeros, but I'm going to use the 1 instead. So I'm going to take something times this new row 1 and add it to row 2. And what does that need to be? Take a minute and do it yourself. Okay, coming back negative 14 added to 14 will give me 0 so I take negative 14 times row 1 plus row 2 will be my new row 2 and so I have negative 14 plus 14 is 0 negative 14 times 0 is 0 so that retains my 1 here 0 plus 1 is 1 negative 14 times 0 is 0 again 0 plus 0 is 0 And then, okay, now we got negative 14. I don't want to use negative 78, right? I'm using this new row, 1. So negative 14 times 2 is negative 28. Negative 28 plus 29, this row 2 right here, negative 28 plus 29 is just 1. So y equals 1. It looks like it's working out, right? Now the last one, I want a 0 here where this 10 is, and I'm going to use my new row 1. Row 1 times a negative 10 added to 10. Oops, I spoke too much. If you want to pause and do the rest yourself, go ahead. Otherwise, I'm going to do it right now. So doing it right now, negative 10 times 10. Sorry, negative 10 plus 10. Negative 10 times row 1 added to row 3 is going to be my new row 3. So negative 10 plus 10 is 0, like I want. And then I have negative 10 times 0 is just 0. That's good. That retains the 0. Negative 10 times row 1 is, again, negative 10 times 0. So I have 0 plus 1 this time. That's my leading 1. And then last but not least, negative 10 times row 1, right here. (laughs) Negative 10 times row 1 is negative 20. Negative 20 plus 23, the previous row 3. Negative 20 plus 23 is 3. So I'm going to double check. Negative 10 times 1 is negative 10, plus 10 is 0. Negative 10 times 0 is 0, 0 plus 0 is 0. Negative 10 times 0 is 0, 0 plus 1 is 1. Negative 10 times 2 is negative 20, negative 20 plus 23 is a positive 3. So it looks like my solution is x is 2, y is 1, z is 3. So again, we have a solution. It's a point in three-dimensional space, kind of like the corner of the room. X is two, Y is one, Z is three. Take a minute to go check it, and I'll check it myself, and hopefully we'll get true statements for every equation. So checking it, we have three times two minus two times one plus seven times three and we're hoping that's going to equal 25. 6 minus 2 is 4, 4 plus 21 is 25, okay? Next one, 4 times 2 plus 1 minus 3, hopefully, is 6. 8 plus 1 is 9, 9 minus 3 is 6. And the last one, 2 times 2 plus 3 times 1 is 3, minus 4 times 3 is, we're hoping, negative 5. And we get 4 plus 3 is 7, 7 minus 12 is negative 5. So it checks. So we have the correct solution using Gauss-Jordan row reduction.